Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Date in a Blink, where we're hosting Beau and Isabel for a Blink Date. What is Date in a Blink, you ask? It's a 10-minute, audio-only, blind-speed date experience. It's also a bit of a social experiment designed to move people beyond looks-based assumptions, curated profiles, and marathon messaging. We at The Blink Date want dating to be fun and inspiring for Blinkers and hope this podcast inspires you to try new ways of meeting people and dating. Will our hand-picked matches find love on these Blink Dates? Or will they say goodbye to each other after 10 minutes and never look back? If you're new here, we're so happy you could join us. If you're a regular, we're so glad you've returned. Before we jump into today's Blink Date, here's a quick word from our sponsors. We're here on Date in a Blink today with Bo and Isabel. I'm going to let you two dive in, but in case it's helpful to get the conversation started, I'm going to leave you with this question. What is the best way to spend a sunny day? Awesome. Um, Isabel, pleasure to meet you. Uh, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. The best way to spend a sunny day. Um well, I'm definitely someone who likes to get outside and be active. Um, so on sunny days, I'm usually trying to go out, spend the day mountain biking, getting to some place that I've never been before. Um, and then I would probably look to spend, you know, the evening somewhere watching the sunset and then the kind of a very unique spot um, is kind of how I'd handle it. I see. Um, well, I'm- kind of very cat-like so you know i would find like a sunny spot inside (laughs) with plumbing and everything and just kind of curl up with like other furry animals nearby and read um and then i i think i would like to go sailing because um i live by the water um and yeah it's it's really nice to sail outside when it's sunny, um, potentially get garnished face and come back inside and eat <laughs> and read. No, that's awesome. Uh, I did live by the water at one point in my life. It's, it's been almost 20 years. But um, Yeah, I'm a water person. It's really nice. Do you want a boat? Uh, no, I don't. Um, that would be sweet, though. Um, it, yeah, I, I live nearby um, a lot of, like, marina stuff, so mm-hmm. there are a lot of... Um, places where you can rent or a friend who knows people with boats. <laughs> so. And so if you, if you were to curl up and read a book, what are you reading right now? Or what would you like to start reading soon? Uh, what am I reading? I think I stopped briefly because like, oh man, pandemics like really affected, um, I guess like my ability to concentrate sometimes. Um, but I like to read uh, both fiction, nonfiction. Um, I think I was reading Bissieri, um, um before it got too heavy, and then I was like, I can't do this right now. Um, <laughs> and then I I also like to read pretty mathy books um, because um, I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. And what else? Um, yeah, I mean, those are my usual go-tos. What would be an example of a mathy book, I guess? Um, so I read a lot of, like, academic papers, so I guess it's not really, like, a book. But I, I work in, like, machine learning areas, so um, I read a lot of, like, natural language processing or um, just general ML stuff. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's 
Usually not, I guess, lots oh, to talk really, about. Well, <laughs> well, machine learning is super interesting, especially like in today's day and age. So it, it sounds like that's a lot of really interesting things that you get to kind of do. And obviously this this whole experience here kind of falls into that bucket in, in one shape or fashion. Um, that's true. So after uh, a year of kind of being in the pandemic, pandemic now, um, what what's the one thing you've kind of like felt yourself saying, when this is all over, I'm going to blank. Like, what, what do you find yourself kind of uh, saying to yourself over and over again for when things just completely open up again? Oh, my God. I need to take a vacation, like an actual real vacation. Like, instead of, like, because um, if you, when you take a vacation when you're working from home and you can't go outside, you end up just, you know, catch potatoing. And I don't really count that as a vacation. And that's been, like, all of my vacation throughout 2020 and 2021 so i think once the pandemic's over i wanna i wanna go to hawaii and just chill there for like a good two weeks you know and yeah and just sit by the water do nothing um be in an actual real vacation where you can go outside (laughs) and just hang out what about you um, yeah, the same. Uh, get back to traveling. Um, I'd love to get back to Europe again. It's been a while, so I'd love to get over there and to explore. Um, I, f- I definitely found myself in a, wanting to go visit friends and family I haven't seen in a while and just give them a hug, which sounds probably a little weird, but it's kind of one of those things after, you know, being cooped up for a certain amount of time, you, you start to learn a lot about the things that you're grateful for um, that you haven't had a chance to do in quite a while. So I'll be yeah. looking forward to seeing people I haven't seen in now, you know, over a year and, you know, just having that basic interact with human interaction that I guess we haven't had um, in quite some time. That's true. No, that is very true. Yeah. I, I haven't really like, you know, like physically hung out with friends in a really long time because I've, I've always seen them on Zoom or something or we have a group chat, but yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I, I guess that's been the one highlight. Uh, I have found myself doing a lot of these um, Zoom catch-ups with a lot of friends. And sometimes it's just one-on-one. And sometimes there's three of us doing happy hours and stuff. I, I'll be curious if that continues. I, there's a part of me that does hope that it continues. Because um, cert- there are certain people that I've, I've kept up with more than I had in the past. But it's, it's been an interesting follow-on effect. Yeah, that's actually been pretty nice. Because I, I um, have a lot of really close friends live really far away from me um but yeah this is like giving me an excuse to talk to them which is really nice <laughs> it's, it's nice it's also kind of sad too and, I, and i'm yeah, yeah. the same thing whereas you know I, for quite a while i was like yeah i should have been keeping up with these people in my life more um because the technology has been around for plenty long um it's just this has really kind of forced it to the front and center um yeah, you think about distances differently, right? Like, you do. Yeah, um, it's weird because it's like once, like when when uh, I was little, like I would think of distances as something that's like just not comparable in any way. Like I'm just like, okay, well, like I moved to school, so I guess I'm just gonna stop talking to you. Like, but but it's not like that anymore because you're just like, is it really though? Like. Yeah, it's not an excuse. I don't. I don't think anymore. Yeah, um, which is true. I, I lived overseas for for quite a while, and oh, where? And, and, I, and I would. Do, I lived in Hong Kong for a bit. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So, and I definitely use that now. Part of it's a time zone thing, 
um, which is still something to get around. But I still talk to my friends a lot in Hong Kong now that everyone's doing the Zoom thing. Um, um, so I, I, I definitely should have made a bigger effort um, to kind of do that. I happened to Hong Kong like for a conference recently. It was really nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, such a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. It's certainly unlike what most people think it looks like. Um, and I, I think the culture is a little different than what a lot of people think as well. Um, well, was it an AI conference or what kind of conference did you go to? Yeah, it was, it was an NLP conference. Um, and I think, I think it was like in one of the islands, like Lantau Island. Um, yeah. That's where we had the conference and then you could sort of like go to the mainland, mainland, um, if you want to, but then you have to have a whole other separate passport process, which like yep. I didn't do because <laughs> so I just stuck around in the island. Um, that was really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, lots of hiking and. Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess we'll get back to conference and stuff too. And oh my god, yeah, this conference. So I I had a paper accepted um, at another conference. Yeah, and it was supposed to be at Punta Cana in oh. Dominican Republic, and. I was so excited because it was like one of those really, really um, competitive ones to get into. Um, and the last, the very last possible minute, um, they canceled it and it was virtual. That was really sad. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really a bummer. Um, oh, so I'm trying to imagine what an AI conference would be like. I'm just kind of picturing a bunch of people talking around, talking about like deep neural networks and stuff, and like weird, <laughs> weird pairing techniques. Like, I, I, like I have no idea what it would actually be like. like. It's like I feel like it's an excuse to just hang out. because, <laughs> like, yeah. like, to be honest, informational sharing sort of happens offline. So. Mm-hmm. You, you either read papers or you talk to people. Um, I mean, sometimes it's really nice to just like meet people face to face. But honestly, during the conference time frame, it's really all about like, like let's go out to eat <laughs> and let's like get to know you in person, um, rather than explain this like ridiculously new technology to me in fifteen minutes. Like, no one's gonna get that. Yeah, it's not really an elevator pitch scenario, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess that's the case with many different conferences. Yeah, what about you? What do you do? Uh, I work in real estate investing. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of different things. I also come from a mathematics background as well. Ah, gotcha. Um, so I do a lot of like back-end uh, statistical modeling. Um, What's like real estate like? What's like working in real estate like? Um, oh, man, I don't know how I'd really explain <laughs> what it's like for say, um, but it's, it, when you're on the investment side, you look at it just as, um, at this point in the date, I jumped in to let them know that their date had ended and let them say their farewells. It's not every day that you have two people come to the table that have a mathematics background. It was really cool to learn that Bo and Isabel shared that in common. It's a major bummer that Isabel wasn't able to go to a prestigious conference that she was accepted to. The optimist in me hopes that there will be many future conferences that she'll be able to attend. And who knows, maybe she'll have a plus one. Tune in to the end of the season to find out. That's all we've got for you today. Shoot us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at The Blink Date or at Date in a Blink to let us know what you think. If you want to sign up to participate in Date in a Blink, visit our website at www.theblinkdate.com. 
In the meantime, thanks for joining for this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening and look forward to talking with you again next time.